Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Here we go. In episode 9 of Operation Earth, I'm shooting the proverbial shit with my wonderful guests, Jenny Beat and Stuart Waz, who are, as we would say in Scotland, a pair of absolute belters. We give it all of that about various aspects of climate change. If you don't know either of them, Jenny is a very talented actress and musical comedian. She's been in Catastrophe, Humans, Broadchurch, Episodes, Josh, Murder and Success, Film, The New Four Weddings, and a few, basically anything that's been on television, she's been in at some point. And you can find more about Jenny at jennybead.co.uk. That is bead, B-E-D-E, like bed, but with like an E at the end of it. And my other guest is Polymath Stuart Laws. He's a very silly stand-up comedian, and you can watch two of his hour-long shows on Next Up Comedy. Uh, I've got a show on Next Up Comedy as well that isn't about climate change, an old show. Do check out Next Up Comedy and check out Stuart's shows on there. He is tremendous. He runs his own production company as well as that, Turtle Canyon Media, where he's produced and directed many uh, TV shows, uh, including specials for James Acaster and Joel Dommett on Netflix and ITV. And he and I uh, once wrote and performed a sketch show together in 2016 called I Am Wario, uh, which was about... Uh, Nintendo and every sketch ended with the same punchline where one of us was uh, Wario. We were idiots. Anyway, let's get on with the episode. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Operation Earth. I'm joined in the studio by two lovely people and an even lovelier dog today. We have uh, Stuart Laws. Hello. He's not the dog. We have Jenny Bede. Hello. Lovely to see you, Jenny. And Great. we have Buttons. Yeah. Jenny's dog. He says woof. Yeah. Um, he's just staring at a window at the moment. He's really <laughs> transfixed by... When he does that, I like to pretend he's singing the, um, that song, the mermaid song in The Little Mermaid. The mermaid song. <laughs> <laughs> where he wants to be, where the people. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just a little, just a little something I enjoy. You don't have to. Or like uh, the Satan song in South Park. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> up there, up where the sun is. I'd like to hire Jenny just to sing yeah, that I'd love that. Yeah, just to do South Park the musical. I could be safe never there again. That's a genuinely amazing song. Yeah, it's an amazing song. Yeah, the film. That is, I'd say it's the most I've ever laughed at a film mm. when I was. I don't know when that came out. Oh. Nineteen ninety-nine. Yeah, one of the greatest years for cinema. Oh yeah. What else was there? Uh, the Matrix, The Blair Ooh. Witch Project. Oh wow. Uh, American Beauty, which has aged badly. This sounds like something you could do um, an Edinburgh show about or a podcast. Oh. Yeah. I mean. It, I was f- 14. All I did was go to the cinema when I was 14 because yeah. you can't do anything else. So I'm, I've saw, I saw all those films at least once, if not twice. I was 15, but I looked eight. So <laughs> I, I took my passport to the cinema every time. Did you? Yeah. Wait, when, what year were you born? 84. Okay, yeah, same, same, sort of. 
So just so you're aware, this is a climate change podcast and oh. not a film podcast. Uh, oh. No, 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 uh, anything to do with you guys. Just thought for the listeners, I just sure. in case they were confused about what if they've tuned in for the first time. Um, but you know, goes to show you don't need film podcasts. <laughs> no, you can do podcast. them anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we are here to talk about your carbon footprint today. Mm. Essentially, um, we did just have a lovely. You had a cup of tea. Yeah. With still going actually. Still going. Yeah. I stuck some almond milk in it. Thank you. It's lovely. Is that what you would normally have? Um, I have. Oh, I've got so many different milks for different things. Yeah. I have almond milk in smoothies. Right. Uh, yeah. I have oat milk and coffee. Mm-hmm. And tea. Yep. Same here. And I, um, if I'm out and they don't have oat milk, I have soy milk and coffee because I think almond milk and coffee is honestly maybe one of the worst things that's happened to the planet in a very long time. <laughs> I mean. It's good and bad for the planet. Yeah, in that sense. And I like I like a coconut milk on cereal. Sure. Oh wow, that is so. Is your fridge packed full of milk? Yeah, it's mostly milk. Genuinely, there's about you've got a milk fridge and a yeah. There's one milk fridge. Then we've got one vegetable fridge. We've got a fruit fridge. Oh nice. Um, That's good for the planet. Separate fridge for. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, got a separate fridge for buttons and his food. (laughs) So, Stuart, how about you? I've got a walk-in fridge. Oh, yeah? Do you? Yeah, to keep me safe from velociraptors. Nice. Yeah. Great idea. Thank you. Like a wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. So I can just go in and just have got all the milks out. hanging yeah. down the sides. Browse them, try them on, see what you fancy that yes. day. Ooh. Cow milk, please. There's <laughs> always cow milk. Do you really like cow milk? <laughs> it's like um, DJ Luck and MC Neat. <laughs> Do you really <laughs> like cow milk? <laughs> um, is it, no, it is actually wicked if you think it about it. It's very wicked. Yes, yeah, great. Very wicked. Yeah, really good. Cows love giving milk up. <laughs> They love giving it up. Yeah, yeah. I, that's not. Look, giving it up. <laughs> look, I haven't got a. F- I haven't got science to back that up. Uh-huh. But I've got a good, strong feeling. You've met some cows. Yeah, they like giving up their milks. Yeah, for for who for you for me specifically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you got your own personal cow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I imagine that would be actually really bad for the planet if everyone had their own personal cow. Yes, I imagine it would. Yeah. But, but at you least could just you know how that cow was being treated. That's yeah. true. So Badly it would be good for our peace of mind. And really, what's more important? But I think if everyone was just allowed one cow, that yeah. would be fine. And you just shave <laughs> a little bit of beef off of it every day, oh. <laughs> like a doner kebab. Yeah, yeah. It'd grow back, right? <laughs> oh dear. Well, I think we're going to be asked to leave in a minute. <laughs> oh, <I think laughs> that looks so sad. <laughs> I'm not actually going to do that to a cow. No, I'm not. Not a snake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they they have that coming to be fair. What snake milk? I think you can get snake milk. Yeah. Wow! Isn't a snake just a very long teat anyway? Sort of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that what comes out the other end? So there's the yeah, head yeah. end, and the other end is just you squeeze it, and some yeah. milk comes out. Oh, snakes are disgusting. I find them so weird. I just been to Costa Rica, oh, and yeah, okay. um, I met quite a lot of snakes. Did you? Yeah. Had you met snakes before? No, I'd never seen one. Like a meet and greet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's really great. You get you get some nibbles thrown in. You get yeah. your photo taken with them. With the and long they're teeth. All, they're actually nicer some, guys than I thought they'd be. Some really fam- famous snakes. Have we got any famous snakes? Um, yeah, the one from Anaconda. Yeah. Oh yeah, the big one. Was it was uh, the ones on a plane? Yeah. yeah. I mean, India. We had someone getting into a fridge and snakes. Both Indiana Jones references, mm. which was what I was thinking. But um, back to films. <laughs> yeah, finally. Films. Yeah, finally. Let's just get on with the film podcast. Um, I don't know what other other. Is there any like a specific? I guess the one from Anaconda is the only one I can think of as well. It's like a specific so famous died snake. B- by snakes. 
Because I feel like that would be... Medusa? Yeah. She's kind of snake mm. famous. Very snake famous. What about that one from the Jungle Book? Yes. Oh, yeah. What's that one that called? hypnotizes... Yeah, yeah. Mogoi. Yeah. Trust in... That one. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. 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 Oh, I hate the one from the Bible? The, the Bible lad. Oh, fa- massively famous. <laughs> Big Apple yeah. fan. Did and, it have a name? Um, Just a snake. Have you read Good Omens? I've not, no. Okay, there's some, there's some sneaky boys in there. That's based... Is that Bible-based? Good Omens. Kind of. Kind of. In a Terry Pratchett, Neil Gaiman kind of yeah. way. Ah. Is that the thing that there's like a Amazon series or something? There is, yeah. Ah, finally, so, uh, we're back onto <laughs> filmed yeah. entertainment. Food. So we're talking about food. The first thing of, of which was, was milk. So, Jenny, you sound like you're pretty coiled up on different milks. Yes. Stuart, not so much. Dairy, you like a good... I love a nice dairy, dairy cow. Yeah. Well, I tried oat milk because you told me to once. Yeah. You were like, oh, I think you'll like this. Yeah. And I tried it and I just yeah. spent the rest of the day cursing your name. It's so nice. What, what did you have it in? You said have an oat milk latte. Right. And and I was like, it. okay, I'll do this. Yeah. And I just thought. I've not, I, you're the first person that I've met that has had that, ha- having me told them to try it and them not like it. Didn't you're like the, it. You're the only person that's. I think oat milk tastes like, I mean, I haven't had milk milk for years and years and years, but. I think it tastes like milk. Yeah, and mm. I find it weird going back. I, I'm, I'm currently, because we were in a studio, I'm currently having cow's milk oh. in, in a coffee. I will be honest about that because okay. it came out of a machine. And, okay. you know, so, uh, sure. Um, find it weird. Uh, it tastes, tastes, farm, this tastes it? pretty kind of chewy in my mouth, mm. not enjoying it. Farmy, kind of furry, kind it's of... Smelly, like sort of. Mm. Anyway, um, <laughs> how about... Uh, your diet, food-wise, non, non-milk. I am sort of vegan. Okay, great. In that we're vegan at home, mm-hmm. apart from the occasional little thing we buy for the dog. Right. Okay. Oh, and butter and, because and I refuse to go without butter because um, I think that's absurd. Um, <laughs> but apart from that, we're vegan at home, and then every now and then. If and we... meat. And no, do you know you what? Last night on my way home from a gig, I did have a McDonald's, and. It was a chicken burger. Okay, so you've slipped quite far in the, in the preceding, uh, or oh, so the last couple of seconds. It's been, I I was vegan proper for like a couple of years and then I was just oh, wow. constantly ill. Right. And like sickly. <laughs> and also every, and and quite anemic-y. Right. And I just, I don't know why I wasn't doing it right because I was eating loads of beans and I wasn't just like right, right. living on crisps. Yeah. Um, and so then I started eating. What happened is um, I had an In-N-Out burger and and then it went south from there. Went, yeah. um, and, but now I'll have meat a couple once a week, maybe. <laughs> and chicken have, normally. Um... Uh, chicken. I don't. Uh, do you know what the chicken? I've got problem with because now you can't see it from this angle. But if you look at Button's legs, yeah. they sometimes look like chicken's legs. Okay. Mm. So I've actually really struggled to eat because it looks like your dog's legs. Because it looks like my dog's legs. Yeah. Would you eat dog's legs? No. Stuart. I probably wouldn't, but I feel like. That's uh, a cultural thing, and I could probably train myself into yeah. if I w- wanted to. In the same yeah, way, I could probably train myself yeah. out of liking cow milk. Yeah. Yeah. If, if it's the apocalypse, enough. you'd eat. Well, no, if it's an apocalypse and say Buttons it died and, I, and like, would, would I eat him as his final gift to me? Maybe. Yeah, he's dead already. If he's already dead. Did yeah. eat you. Because then he'd be inside me forever. Oh, that's nice. Well, for a day or two. Oh, I've got very fast metabolism. <laughs> An hour tops. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Forever. Uh. Um, so yeah. So, uh, but I do. I do struggle with the guilt attached to when I do 
eat meat, but also I don't know if you find this. It's like a switch you can turn on and off sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So my boyfriend's vegan. He's really, really strict about it. Right. Because he's constantly got these images and things in his head, whereas I can quite easily be like. You can switch on and off. Or yeah, that's, you, that's all right. I, you remember you saying to me that you can't get to sleep unless you've had foie gras. <laughs> No, I can't get to sleep unless I've been foie gras. Ah, so, so, so I open yeah. up my mouth. <laughs> so Button's diet. We give him kibble because it's good for their teeth and it does have some meat in it, but he is a real fruit bat. And bat. Bat. He is a fruit bat. Your yeah, dog he's is half a dog, bat. half fruit bat. Well, it does explain why he's on the scene. <laughs> Look at it. Eating an apple. Oh, he's just hanging up there. <laughs> no, he eats, he eats his favourite things are Brussels sprouts. So you can give him a raw Brussels sprout and he'll play with it like a ball for about half an hour and then he'll eat it and it's lovely. And he loves raw? It. Yeah. Raw carrots and bananas and stuff like that. Has he tried it sort of roasted sort of with, you know, like with balsamic? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. We had some yesterday for lunch. Whoa. He loves them. So, yeah, but it, obviously if like we don't have meat in the house much, although we buy him little bits of, he likes fish, so we buy him tinned fish. This is quite a cultured dog. Mm. He is a, he's a lovely boy. Uh, but he will also eat, you know, other people's sandwiches and chewing gum off the street. So it's not... Right, yeah. It's like, not that he's he'll a... eat anything. Yeah, he's a dog. Yeah. Um, Stuart, how about you? What, what's your sort of diet uh, on a day-to-day basis? Uh, it's... What did you eat yesterday, for instance? Okay, oh. so for lunch, I just had... No breakfast. Oh, uh, breakfast. Oh, I had an iced and spiced bun. Oh, lovely. Marks from? and Spencer. Oh, nice. Mm. And I'm quite a, light uh, breakfast. a coffee, a filter coffee with some cow milk. From Starbucks? No. From that little place in your office? Stuart that likes Starbucks. Yeah. Uh, no, from. Uh, yeah. I've never met anyone that likes Starbucks as much as. Everyone's obsessed with being like, oh, it's so rubbish, but of all the chains, it's the best. I have to say, it's dog-friendly as well, so I, I've started going uh, in there quite a lot recently. Okay. If, you if you're in the middle some... of nowhere, what, you're going to go to, like, some place that serves Lavazza coffee Ideally, that tastes yeah. like chalk? <laughs> uh, then for lunch, I had uh, falafel and carrots and hummus. Oh, nice. And then for dinner, I had a parmentier potatoes mm. from Marks and Spencer. Is that it? Do you work for uh, Marks and Spencer plus, PR or something? Uh, they're, they're mixed vegetables. Do you thing work with an old woman? <laughs> an old British woman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have to microwave everything? I'd gone to uh, Marks and Spencer the day before. Right. Right, right. And I knew that the FA Cup was on in the evening, so I was like, right, I can make sure that I get food so that I can just put it in the oven and yeah. just watch the football. You know what I'm normally like is just, you know, crafting something really special. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Just like finding an ox, killing yeah. it. Oh, I love Dragging that. it into the kitchen. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's what I had. Do you snack? Oh, and some chocolate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. What kind? Uh, I had the. Uh, it was a Milka Tricolade. Oh. It's the dark, the white, and the milk. Oh, hello. I say I say I had four triangles of it. <laughs> Do you waste a lot of food? Yeah, I don't. I buy food to eat rather than buying food to have in the fridge. Got you. So like. So you're a daily shopper? Yeah. You'll be like, what am I having today? Yeah, rather yeah. than what am I having in So I guess the wastage time. is not that much. And sometimes, you know, you go shopping, you're hungry. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm buying that because I want that, I want that, I want that. Um, I hate wasting food. Great. It's a real pet, 
hates it. No, it's worse than that. Yeah, he absolutely hates it. And he's quite useful for that, actually. But saying that, I I also will put myself in danger by eating things drastically out of date because I'm like, well, what's the worst that can happen? You can lose a few pounds and eat what you like. Um, So I often, yeah, it's a bit hit and miss sometimes. Every now and then I will be like, do you know what? that's, That's not okay. I will... I'll throw something away sometimes, but I, I try and eat it first, but it is pretty horrific for everyone involved. I don't think I've ever been food poisoned. I genuinely can't think of any. I think I've only ever once been food poisoned. Was it was in Edinburgh at, in the, one of the university bars, but it was, and it was a hamburger. Do you pay attention to where your food is bought? Or are you sort of just snapping it up from Marks and Spencers? <laughs> Straight into the old M&S. Um, no, I don't really pay attention to that. But I also feel like, I don't know, You obviously we can talk about it, but like I feel like that's a slight misdirect. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's definitely not the biggest part of... Uh, like, if you are going to eat like a all meat diet or whatever then obviously it's good to try to eat in season because it's an extra thing that you can do so mm-hmm. rather than eating avocados and asparagus yeah every day then try to eat you know wherever you're turnips wherever you're, wherever you're from at the moment what do you say turnips for the winter months yeah exactly yeah. spread on some turnips, nice turnips sourdough stew. <laughs> turnips stew turnip casserole yeah mm. just lots turnip of pasta yeah and then when uh, Halloween comes around some pumpkins. pumpkins. Yeah, sweet pumpkins. Pumpkin sauce. And pumpkin Valentine's. Soup. Pumpkin soups. The aubergine. Yeah. The aubergine? For Valentine's. Oh, of course, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah that's coming up soon. Yeah, a lot of uh, get your, uh, get aubergines. Your aubergines they often sell, like, strawberries as a Valentine's thing, don't they? But they're not, they're not in season. That's not going to be in season, is yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. It's not ideal. Transport. Jenny, do you own a car? Uh, no, I don't own it, I suppose. You don't own it? No. <laughs> My boyfriend does. Okay, so he's your boyfriend's got a car. Yeah, but we share it. <laughs> okay, so you, you technically, I don't know. Yeah, do you drive it? Yeah. Okay, so you're on the. You're not been driven. Yeah, it. I'm insured on it. Great. I've seen her drive it as well. She's constantly at five and a half thousand revs, <laughs> <laughs> no matter what. The whole time. Do you drive a lot? I have been recently, um, but just but no, I don't. To be honest, like if I'm, I'll get the tube far more than I drive. Stuart, you own a motor vehicle? I own a 2008 diesel. Oh. I can't go in the ULEZ. Yeah. Oh, ours is ULEZ. Sorry? I think ours is ULEZ. As in you can go in? I think so. Yeah. If yeah, it's newer, imagine then you so. should be able yeah. to. Yeah. You're banned. <laughs> I have to news. pay, what is it, like 1250 Oh, wow. I went in so you're off by accident once because oh. my sat-nav thought this little road wasn't in. And it was the next road over. And it was about five minutes before the congestion zone ended as well. So I had to then just pay 25 quid, basically, to have gone in a road. So I just pulled over and then just for the last five minutes just revved the car as hard as I can and get my money's worth. Yeah. Near a primary school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really burning out that diesel. Oh, lovely. Get out there. Uh, I am going to get a new car next month. Oh, yeah? Next oh, month? Yeah. yeah. That's soon. Do you use that scrappage scheme? No, I don't know. So you can trade in your old car and get, like, a good few thousand pounds towards a new car. Right. But I've never had a new car before. Brand new. Yeah. 
So I thought I might as well give what it a shot. Getting? I think a Citroen. Citroen? C3 Aircross. Mm. So mini SUV. Oh. Wow. A mini SUV. Yeah. So I mean, quite that's an oxymoron, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I need is trunk space. <laughs> right. For the bodies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how many elephants have you got? How many orphans? Elephants. <laughs> I think how many orphans? <laughs> I could answer both questions. Um, <laughs> yeah. Orphans? How many 17. orphans have you got? Okay. Um, you, you... Well, we can get onto this topic slight, slightly now since you've brought up... Orphans. Orphans. Um, Stuart, would you like to tell the listeners what you did earlier last year? <laughs> oh, were you talking about that? Yeah. That thing. Do you, you want to? Where I yeah. did that. With the orphans. No. Oh, sorry. The vasectomy. Yeah. Yeah, I had a vasectomy. Nice. You both drive cars. Yes. You share one with someone at least. Yes, do, you, do you share yours with anyone? No, sure. I do like 18,000 miles a year. Right. I do a lot of you driving. Drive a lot. Mostly around your just area. Just around the flat. <laughs> just around, just around just about. Circling the flat. Yeah. Um, at night. Pulling donuts. Helps you, helps you go to sleep. Oh, man. So relaxing. <laughs> It's really risky, though, isn't it? Because you, because you fall asleep as you're driving. Oh wow. man, it's, it's a tough. Yeah, that bit in the office when Michael Scott they're driving to <laughs> Jim and Pam's wedding, and he's got sunglasses on. He's driving Dwight to the wedding, and then he just goes, "Oh, yeah. ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I completely fell asleep." <laughs> yeah. oh, Very funny. Anyway, Very um, funny. I drive to work, which yep. is about a six, seven mile journey. Um. So that's hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. 12 to 15 miles a day, depending on if I detour. Yeah, Ooh, a mathematician. Mm. I drive to gigs. Yeah. I drive to, to festivals, but I'm often driving other people, other people. to those. Yeah. yeah. You're, um, the, you're are you often the designated driver. Yeah. Which is good because that means that I don't, I've never, on the alcohol side, yeah. I've never felt a. Uh, 
you people get into the, the habit of just drinking all the time, whereas I've never really had that. Because you've, yeah. I've seen you, you, you have a lemonade, don't you? Often have a nice yeah. lemonade. Wakes a lemonade, that boy. Yeah. And a Starbucks. Trying to get out of sugary drinks. Yeah. Trying to really cut that down. Is that why you went for the water today? Yeah. <laughs> it also, it's weird to come into a meeting, but get a Coke, please. <laughs> Do you take public transport? Yeah. A lot? Every day. Every day. Mm. Most days. Tube? Yeah. Tube bus. or bus. Bus. Like but a bus? I or the the overground. That's yeah, a tube. Isn't yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, a tube. It's sort of halfway between a train and a tube, isn't it? Yeah. What? Um, it's a gateway. Yeah. What's your favourite form of public transport? Oh, probably probably a proper train. A proper train. Yeah. Nice. Steam train. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've never been on one, but I wish. But like a train where it's like a journey, and you can buy a paper and you can buy a paper and a sandwich. That's and, a sign of a good train. Yeah, and no one's talking to you, or maybe someone you're with someone, but you're not talking to each other. Mm, right, you're getting on with stuff. Yeah, you're seething. Something's happened before you got on the train. <laughs> uh, Stuart, what were you? Just because of where I work, sometimes like today, I'm in town. So I got the tube from Shepherd's Bush, but I parked my car there because I need to go to work afterwards. And the way that traffic is, everything like that, little park and ride. If I was to get the tube all the way from my home, I'd then have to have a 15-minute walk to the car. God forbid a 15-minute walk. It slows you down. The difficulty is, yeah, when you're as busy as Stuart was, you you can't afford 15 minutes in the day where you're you're walking for your own health. (laughs) That's either side. Plus also, I'm going away from work and then walking and then driving back to work, whereas I get to Shepherd's Bush, I'll be at work in 25 minutes. Right. I mean, you're your own boss, really, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sound quite hard on yourself. Oh, very hard on myself. Get back in the office. (laughs) (laughs) You slack off. (laughs) This is... I'm trying not to have fun doing this. Trying to make it feel more like work. Sure. Got you. Okay, so let's tone it down. (laughs) Um, The other one, transport-wise... I like planes. Planes. I really like planes. Yeah. Do you? I love plane journeys. You've been on a few recently? Uh, Yeah, I just flew to Georgia. Georgia? Yep. And let me tell you this, that was two flights. Oh. Where did you have to change? Istanbul. Uh-huh. That airport is in set, is wild. Uh, yeah. I haven't been for ages. What's it like? It is. It's like a shopping mall. But, like, it's got, like, sleep pods that you can go and use. It's got... It's, it's Christmas trees are still up. I'm saying that whole area <laughs> of the world, Turkey, Georgia, that... Yeah. It's still Christmas over there. Still happening. Mm. I was in Dunkin' Donuts in Georgia. Yeah. And they're still play, they're playing Christmas songs, wow. and all the decorations are still and up. This is early Feb. Yeah, amazing. Wow, I love it. It's a year long celebration. <laughs> I think so. What do you think? They just were like, I just keep them up. Georgia's a very now. very Christian country. Christian countries. So maybe they're just like, you know what, the party's carrying on, man. What Christmas songs were they playing in Dunkin' Donuts in Georgia? Uh, sorry, is this a question you ask on every episode? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, snow, what's that? Snow, snow is falling. Snow is falling. The Paul McCartney one? Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. And, um, have yourself... Okay, okay. You know, I was just checking. You know, I just wanted to see if these could be misconstrued as not necessarily Christmas songs. Oh, right. Those are very much Christmas songs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so you went to Georgia? I did. You've been to the States this year as well? Um, within the within last, last year. year. Yeah, so we're thinking within yeah. the last year. I went to Boston. Oh, lovely. Very nice. Um, and then rented a car and just really absolutely ragged it around the old... <laughs> was that a mini SUV as well? Uh, what was that? 
it was. Oh yeah. No, it was a regular SUV actually. So SUVs are sports a, utility a, vehicles. A stain on humanity, in my opinion, because it's just unnecessary. They consume much more uh, fuel and are made really big, which requires more resources unnecessarily. And so there was some studies that, s- that suggested that a lot of the good that we've done in terms of renewables over the last couple of years have been offset by wow. more people just buying SUVs. Even mini SUVs. Yeah. yeah, I'd say mini's better than full on, but... Because the mini SUV is literally just a bit taller than a normal car. Yeah. I was yeah. looking, I was being looking at the... Got you. At the impact. Yeah, 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 sort of thing. It didn't look... Uh, noticeably different to like a regular like a a sports hatchback for example or something like that it's just that it's got a good trunk yes a little bit more space i don't know i'm 35 sort of felt like i didn't want a tiny little car Mm. anymore i'd quite like one of those you know the little tiny things that you see where it's like one person can fit yeah i'd love to have one of those yeah yeah. Like the things you get in shopping centres for kids. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you want a Segway? <laughs> It'd be ideal. Yeah? I mean, the Segway, I'd like to be slightly enclosed in the Segway. But apart from that, I'd be absolutely fine with that. Well, I'll give you a Segway. You'll give How, me a segue. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How is my vasectomy going to affect my carbon footprint? <laughs> okay. That's um, a great Segway. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Segway. Um, so... It really depends on whether you believe or not. You know, this becomes much more ethical questions. No, it very much depends on whether you believe your decision to have uh, children, whether that they're all of their uh, emissions or what they do is then on you or on them, because you can't double count Uh. stuff. So is it your, is that then you have to take on everything, in which case my parents are responsible for everything that I've done, so I'm fine. Or is it the case that every single person that exists just has to sort of be responsible for their own actions? Obviously, you're probably responsible up until the child's 16 or 17, mm. so... But then... It's difficult. There's kind of ethical questions here. Mm. I'd say it's a good thing because... that you've decided to do that because people in uh western countries i guess developed countries have a much higher carbon footprint than in other countries so you deciding not to have a child is uh, has a much larger impact than someone in you know a, a developing country deciding not to have a child because they don't actually con- you know that child's not going to contribute a huge amount because they don't buy many suvs mm. so you, you know you deciding to do you that say many or mini many Your i did say many 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 suvs <laughs> Um, yeah, I'd be, I've got an image though of you in an SUV and a child in a sort of mini SUV, <laughs> and then you're both driving. And you've both got wraparound sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I think you're, you're doing a good thing, but uh, you know, it's not an excuse to just to yeah. just, to just do what you like. Yeah. I feel like what Matt's saying here is you're not you're not as good as you think you are. Steve. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what. Because I have been lording it over really readers. Yeah. Um, when we found out we were doing this, you're like, well, obviously I'm going to have a look up and put from you because I, I cut my dick off. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because that dick's not emitting any <laughs> fumes anymore. But if it's elective surgery, think about like you. That's people think about the doctor that had to do it driving into work. Yeah. That's on you. Think about the nightmares he had afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it now, by the way? Uh, it's on the shelf. Okay. Good. Yeah. Elf on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, uh, Jenny, fine. You said you went to Costa Rica. Yeah, which is, I think, set to be the first carbon yeah. neutral country mm. this year. They've got uh, a hell of a lot of renewables. Oh man, it was so it's so amazing to see a country where they're so proud of it and they're so protective yeah. of it. Um, it's like the like so much shame in being British at the moment, but there it's like how great's our country, and you're like, yeah, it's really great. That's um, cool. So everything there is 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 really everything's eco-y. And so, yeah, and like, so I tried to even it out by like, you know, throwing all my by plastic straws there. in the sea. Yeah. And, um, and I, it's, in fact, when we flew there, I made sure that we flew back and then there again. Right. Just to get it's miles the back, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, no, it was amazing. Uh, so, yeah, and I do, mm, I do fly too much, I think. And I've got a best friend in New York. A best friend in New York? Yeah. Oh, drop that in. Mm. Yeah. People she's English, but she moved there. Right. Like an uh, no, I've got a best friend. Uh, she, oh, she's from another school. You wouldn't know her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She does exist, I promise. She just she lives in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What, what street? Uh, New York Street. Ah. Number okay. 100. Well, checks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I spend quite a lot of time in LA as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, looking for work. <laughs> oh, la la land, eh? La la land. La la land. Stuart was wanting to get me to say that in my accent because it sounds funny. La la land. La la land. It's very <laughs> it's nice. Good, <laughs> I can't see. There's a lot of names that I can't see. Um, we were uh, chatting about. I can't remember. I met someone called Will recently, but I can't. But in my accent, it just sounds like Will. <laughs> Will. Last last Will and Testament. Yeah, pretty much. Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, so you fly back and forth. A fair amount for work mostly and yeah. then occasionally a holiday uh yeah so i've probably done big ones i've probably done america uh, la twice this year which is or in the last year which is mm. work or mm. maybe three times and costa rica was holiday right and then a few smaller trips to europe and while i don't offset my flights i do tell people that i do right that's Got important you. That's important to do. So yeah. that's halfway there, isn't that's it? That's half the battle. You're, yeah, half the battle is just raising to... awareness that you can offset. Some people don't know you exactly, can offset. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Don't do as I do, do as I say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, tweet about it. I mean, Let equally as... know that you know about these things. Yeah. Send the links. It's like when you share someone's sponsor link, but don't... don't. Oh, don't actually do it. Don't yeah. sponsor them. Just share it so they can on your yeah, behalf. someone else can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's mostly what this comes down to, isn't it? Just someone else can do it. Do you know exactly who is the best um, officer? Because I, I it's all a waste of time. I mean, it? it's not a waste. Of, I'd say do it, but I just mean you deciding to offset is uh, slightly pointless. You know, actually deciding not to fly is the only thing that you can oh, really bombs, do. Really. Just now. yeah. Um, what would you recommend? How else to get to America? Uh, no, you just have to decide where. You just need to look at. I mean. Obviously, you could try and take a boat or something. I think you can get there. And Skype. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> Skype into some calls. But um, if you have to go, that's great. But then what I'd say is try to cut down on any unnecessary or fights or do everything that you can at the same time. Okay, so what happens here? So you should really go on holiday to LA when you're going to LA as well. I see. Make the most of it. Yeah, because then... Walk around. Drive down don't... to Costa Rica. Yeah, exactly. Or get the train down to Costa Rica. Run, jog. Run, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Could I ask this? What happens when... I have a habit of buying flights uh-huh. and then something changes. Yeah. And, I d- and then I have to buy new flights. Right. Yeah, you're probably bumping up the demand unnecessarily. Well, no, it, but or you cancel Am if you I saving other people's carbon, f- carbon footprints? Because they. Mm. 
So really the only thing you can do is not buy flights because then they put on less flights in the future because they're like... Supply not, and demand. Exactly. Like veganism in supermarkets and Exactly. Okay. So it's all about what you decide to do and not to do, really. You should see Matt's text when... Uh... When he's getting a train back from Milan. <laughs> how devastated he is with his life choices. So I was going to ask, do you think, what do you think about, say, Terminator, the future in Terminator, environmentally? Do you think that's a, a good future where, you know, you're stepping over human skulls, robots sort of rule the earth, everybody's fighting all the time? Robots are going to be extremely high energy there's a lot of energy requirements. Yeah, well, I guess my question is, are they being powered by renewables or not? Or how, you know... Well, it's a fuel cell. It's a nuclear f- It's a nuclear fuel, fuel cell. cell. Oh, okay, so it's all nuclear. Um, which are replaceable. Yeah. yeah nu- well, this is the thing... Oh, sorry. So, so this is the thing that I'm interested in, is yeah. that there is, like, a, a left-wing sort of anti-nuclear... Yes. ...sort of attitude, yeah. which I th- personally... I'm pro-nuclear. Yeah. Uh, yep. And I I feel like there was a, a movement, I guess, post-Chernobyl yep. of like, and, and probably earlier as well, of like very anti-nuclear because it felt dangerous and it was sort of tied in with the Cold War and everything there yep. that potentially has set the planet back. Yeah, I, I, I think um, we, because, I mean, humans are very simple. So we hear the word nuclear and because we know it in the context of, nuclear weapons as you say then people associate it with bad you know it's dangerous or something like that and it's very much yeah I remember speaking to people in the past who yeah, come from that sort of green movement who are very anti-nuclear but then you're harming you're ruling out an option of having low carbon electricity I mean France is like 80% nuclear power mm. it's fine absolutely fine it's because it's the the potential it going wrong the deaths associated or like the potential harm associated with nuclear is so much bigger and visceral there's a risk even though the risk is absolutely minute whereas coal the way that you die from coal is slower and less noticeable and it's associated with other like lung conditions and things like that yeah so it's not as it doesn't feel as bad. It doesn't feel as imminent. Yes. As scary. Yeah, no, absolutely. Doing it's... some actual learning here. Yeah, it's good. Um, but, yeah, it's the same, uh, yeah, like um, like planes. People are scared of flying in planes because the way of dying in a plane crashes way scarier than yeah. a, car, a car crash doesn't feel as yeah. likely. Exactly. Sort of thing. Yeah, it's it's the... Uh, we're, we're, we're attuned to react to scary stuff yeah. rather than so stuff that happens. I mean, the whole problem with climate change is that it's a problem that happens over decades mm. and people are like, yeah, I can't constantly feel panicked about this for the next 30 years. Yeah. So they just sort of try and tune it out. It's like smoking. Yes. Or exactly. something. Yeah, yeah. You're like, so, oh, I should, I should give that up. But, oh, but I've got a while before I have to think about it. Yeah. And then you're suddenly like, oh, no. <laughs> I forgot to do it. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot to, to worry that about that. Yeah. Yeah. As I really be scared about getting stabbed or beaten up. Yeah. Which is a much, it's a very low sort of being killed by someone else. Oh, is a very you not, low... Are you not scared of that? No. It's been lovely to be a man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like that is a much, but like by a stranger, I mean. Right. 
whereas yeah, being killed by someone you know is actually way more You're sort of likely. expecting it. Yeah, oh, because yeah, we I'm know what kind of person it. you are. So I've got all those orphans in the boots. <laughs> Sorry, can I just say it's called Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. It's a Hulu series. It's James Franco goes back in time to try to stop J- John F. Kennedy's assassination. In this adaptation of Stephen King's novel, trouble is he's stuck in the sixties for years before the actual event, and the universe keeps trying to kill him. Wow. Yeah, and, and he's constantly surprised at, at, at the price of coffee. It's hilarious. <laughs> Basically, Futurama. It sounds like fun. Around. Um, I'd, I'd suggest you watch them. Okay. Mm. Is it bad? Hulu? I didn't get past the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> the other uh, question, kind of related to what you're talking about with nuclear, is at the moment is with HS2. Mm. So, for instance, a lot of environmental groups are against it because it's going to destroy, uh, you know, natural habitats and stuff in the UK. But at the same time, if we want to stop people flying internally... Mm. You need high-speed rail, and so there's a you know there's a trade-off there between something which does have an impact, clearly does have an impact, but maybe stops a worse thing from happening, which would be flat, you know, flying. And so where do the you know being able to trade these things off is quite a difficult, you know, it's difficult. But you get people on kind of either side that are like, no, we don't want to change anything, and then you get, you know environmentalists are like we can't t- you know we can't do it and so it's like where do you make these trades offs really well there's that uh, there's the thing with uh like locally produced food or like people producing stuff in allotments are actually is actually f- not as i can't remember the word now but uh you Beneficial. use more water oh. and you, you yeah, it's, yeah it's not as efficient as it as sort of large scale farming and so there's like this weird thing of like local is always better local organic is always better but actually organic also requires a lot more land use and various things so there's it's a complex issue basically and like america if america was to stop importing sort of vegetables and grain and stuff like that then huge amounts of forest land would have to return to being farmland which would also have a pretty harmful effect on the environment so it's it feels very sort of complicated. And HS two, I mean, I I feel like it's a stupid idea myself, but that's because that's because you drive. Everywhere. I drive, <laughs> and also it's it, it, it's going near me, uh, <laughs> not in my backyard. Uh, Is no, but crossrail that's going near you. Um, I think it's HS two goes through Ryslip as well, but there's a lot of research done that uh, journey times are not sort of thought of negatively if the service on board is of a very high standard so if you have very high speed wi-fi and you can make that journey and be doing and have the setup be like an office you don't care whether it's an extra half hour or anything like that and so things like that are a lot cheaper to do and considering the future of business is going to be more and more online just decreasing the 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 actual need for travel surely is better than tearing up half the country to build a train line that increases the speed you can get to London and away from London by half hour or whatever it is. We've solved it. We have solved it. Also, but like, it's impossible, isn't it, to get from like Leeds to Newcastle or you know Leeds to Manchester in any sort of decent time, and yet the focus is how can we get from London to Manchester a little bit quicker? Mm. It's just. It's it's sort of 
creating sort of silos of people um, and just leaving the North just to figure it out by themselves. Yeah, I mean, that should, I mean, it should also be happening at the same yeah. time, in my opinion. But, um, but it's a tough one. The, the thing is to, yeah, we also need to electrify most railways as well because mm. that's how you then... Because people the can't emissions. get on it then because of the electric shock. <laughs> <laughs> You touch the doors, you press the button. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't that do it, I'll away. stay home. They yeah. should do it with planes as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. If you got electrocuted as soon as you stepped up the steps. Yeah. Absolutely. You'd, yeah, I feel must... like they haven't thought of this because that is that is very effective. It's really clear. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was I had an idea of putting... Um, to, to try to make people more afraid of flying would mm. be the way of stopping people flying. That's really <laughs> so we should put, like, glass fours on planes. <laughs> That's it. Can't they give? Can't they give out loads of fake statistics? Like one in three planes will crash. <laughs> that might do it. Why don't they just make it so like the food's bad and there's very like there's bad like hardly any leg room and like you sit next to people who've got like colds and coughs and it's like uncomfortable. I mean, you're it... talking about EasyJet. <laughs> they just do that and then no one would fly, surely. We are going to find out the carbon footprint of Jenny Bede and Stuart Laws. Um, do you have your numbers at hand now? I do. You do. Okay, let's do a little drum. Can we do a drum roll? Oh, and buttons. Buttons? Yeah. yeah buttons. buttons is excited about the drum roll. He's coming over. Okay, Jenny, would you like to go first? Your number is? I'm shocked. Yeah. I thought it was going to be better than this. It's 22. 22 yeah. tons. Okay. Stuart was? <laughs> 16 tons, maybe. 16. Sadie. Stuart wins by a whole six tons. That's which great. Is like. Oh. You know, and I got no dick. Yeah. So there's not there's not going to be any more sixteen tons going out into the world. If I'd have offset those flights, how much of a difference would that make? Probably quite a lot to that number. Uh, it was the flights. That's literally because uh, I think that your diet and yeah, your diet's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, your you, most of your domestic travel, domestic travel and stuff. Oh is yeah, it will be. It will be flights. Yeah. That's and, what it is. Yeah. And, and a wee doggy buttons. Buttons. Um, but his is probably very low. He. Yeah, pretty low. He it can't would drive be, yet. I'd imagine it would be like a, t- a ton or something like that for a dog. Maybe half really? a ton. Maybe half really? a ton. Really? A sweet tea? <laughs> yeah. Maybe half a tea. That's so cute. Uh-huh. Oh, no carbon footprint. Or do they call it a carbon footprint? footprint. Oh, exactly. Oh. See, it can be fun. Climate change can be fun. <laughs> it can, it can be, be fun. fun. And informative. Good. Well, that's and the idea. And lovely to see you both. Really. Yeah, that's really been nice. the nice thing. Yeah. And everybody in the office is really happy to see buttons. Good. He's got quite the pair going on. I thought you said the pair, and I thought you meant his balls. Quite the pair. Say, Thank you. Quite the pair of, <laughs> unlike Stuart was, quite the pair <laughs> of testes. Yeah, between, well, actually, we're about to get his balls cut off as Really? Well. Yeah, do you Would want you want me to have a word with him? <laughs> Talking <laughs> through it. <laughs> no, I was going to, but then someone said yesterday, oh, you can see the change in their eyes. Oh. And I'm like, I don't think I can. And I can see it in your eyes. You actually. saw me yeah. shortly after. <laughs> Well, thank the you very sadness. much Thanks for coming, guys. both of you. Sorry, Sorry I can't. Absolute pleasure. Anything you would like to? Um... Do you want to go again? I'm <laughs> just... saying the sadness in his eyes as you were as you were going. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was Jenny and Stuart. Uh, I had a horrible time talking to them, and I'm very glad it is over. Oh, not it, it was fun. Um, no, it was good. And anyway. I'll keep this short. Follow us on Twitter uh, at OpEarthPod and I am MattyWin85 on the old Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can email us at OpEarthPod at gmail.com. 
um, the email's working now and the Twitter account for this is working again because I've checked it again, which is great. Um, yeah, so contact us if you want. Please tell your friends about the podcast, tell others, um, rate and subscribe it, all that sort of stuff would be super appreciated. Um, trying to get some more episodes out. Uh, yeah, and I guess other news. I mean, the UN Climate uh, Summit's been moved uh, to November 2021, so we've got a bit more time to sort of get our uh, house in order and start uh, planning for that in the UK to actually try to uh, change the course of the planet over the next, um, well, we've got a year and a half to change the course of the planet for the rest of time. You know, small stuff like that to do. Um, so plan to begin on with. Uh, I am doing lots of very uh, big life stuff at the moment. Um, but hopefully we'll have another episode, maybe two. We're supposed to have an episode with Stuart Goldsmith out. Uh, I recorded his podcast, The Comedian's Comedian Podcast. If you want to check that out, he interviews comedians. Uh, it's a podcast that's been around. We know one of the biggest comedy podcasts in the UK. I'm sure many people have listened to it before. Um, it's really good. I did that um, in, uh, I think it came out in February or March. can't remember. But we recorded, I recorded an episode of his podcast. He recorded an episode of mine at the same time. Uh, it was the first one I had done in about uh, five months and I forgot to bring all of my equipment to it. Uh, Stuart, all of his equipment stopped working and so we did it on, I think, on our phones and anyway, you're not that interested. Basically, I don't know if it's usable, unfortunately. I hope it is. Uh, we'll see what happens. If not, then there's definitely one more episode coming out with uh, Annie McGrath and James McNicholas and uh, we will hopefully record some more after that just finding some time to do it uh, there's lots of people lined up that uh, have kind of been put off for a while um, so we'll get back to it if not I imagine in the next few months we'll start recording some more this episode wasn't written in any way whatsoever but it was uh, produced and edited by Daniel Drever hello talented man uh, he also did all of the music all the really good stuff Operation on Earth all the really stuff that people actually like about the podcast he did all that so I do check out and there was help from Emma Corsham and the design was done by Chum Chi Design speak to you soon speak to you soon speak to you soon a weapon to fight climate change. It's presented by Dr. Matt Winning. Listen to it.